All right, good evening. You're welcome to Roundtable Sports with St. Richard and Lika here, right here in the studio. Lika, it's been a pleasant day and of course, uh, it's been so nice to have you back in the studio talking sports. Well, How do you feel? I feel really good, uh, especially the news are coming up. I'm really, really happy to be in this round sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's really amazing to be here, definitely, to talk talk about sports. And a lot of things that are breaking is yeah. has to do with Nigeria. So definitely, I'm, I'm glad to be here. Okay, so let's start uh, with our own country, Nigeria. I'm talking about the MPFL match day 36. We saw a whole lot of action that took place yesterday, and it's actually 36 for all clubs in the MPFL. And we've seen uh, Rivers United with two matches to go, and they're already, uh, there are no chances they are, they are actually going to come second. They will just remain first, mm-hmm. even though they actually uh, would lose two matches at the stretch. How do you feel about that? Uh, well, I'm definitely happy for Rivers United. Uh, a lot of people know that I'm no Rivers United fan, okay? <laughs> but I'm so, so happy about Rivers United. You see what they're doing. You saw what they did this season. They mm. deserve to be crowned champions. I mean, mm. they defeated Inyba at home in Aba. Mm-hmm. That's something that not all clubs do. And then <laughs> that alone should give them the, the, the trophy. And then uh, looking at um, Martin of Fire Miracles, FC just got relegated yesterday yeah. after the Magitated season counter. Really sad one. I posted something and I was like, uh, okay, I can remember when MFM FC lost to USM Orchards by six goals, six goals to nothing. Mm. That's the peak. MFFC I've, I've ever got into so I'm really really happy for uh, the league entirely I'm mm. really happy for what's coming up and they're talking about Inuba International too they went away to Remo Stars yesterday and it was a defeat to them I'm sure the ABBA boys ABBA fans will not really be happy with the outcome or with the result because they were fighting with Remo Stars for who goes to continent yeah. and then they just ended up losing to Remo all Stars of a all of a sudden so it was yeah. quite shameful 1-0 defeat not something that was not expected and Rangers International drew with sh- shooting stars still something that is tempting i don't know i really don't know what to say rangers are still in the race uh just help shooting stars a bit to come out of relegation and then talking about the big guys cannot be lost i said mm-hmm. they were going to lose to rivers united yesterday yeah. just so it just happened yeah but uh, <laughs> but actually it was a slight win for rivers united yeah it was a slight win mm. and just that slight win it painted a whole lot of things for Canopilas. Yeah. Canopilas needed a win or withdraw. And actually and sealed the move for Rivers United. And just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so but Canopilas is in the relegation zone. Um, anything can happen. MFMS have just been confirmed relegated. Yeah, yeah, there's been, no way out there's for no them. Way out for them. <laughs> <laughs> Officially, there's no way out for them. So, the Canopilas is still on the 19th position. We still have Heartland FC. We still have um, Canopilas. A lot of them are still fighting for relegation in that particular zone. So, so many, so many dramas coming up. Just two matches to go mm. in the professional football league I, I i'm still waiting to see what becomes of this the outcome and everything and then even the continental um tickets are not sure we mm-hmm. still have remote stars we have still have play united we still have uh any good rangers and yeah. i don't want to remove anyone from the equation mm-hmm. not not so fast but i don't really see anyone going into the continent this season if i, I don't think it's possible i don't think it's yeah, possible I don't think but it's, it's possible. not impossible it is, yeah it's not impossible mm, at this time possible. but i don't think it's possible definitely yeah. but I, I, I see a play to united with a reverse united going into the champions league okay then uh any Rangers and red monsters can battle it out in the calf confederations cup but okay. anyba is far far they are below the ladder oh. and to aqua united the defending mm. champions well mm-hmm. I, I would call it a shocker of a season for them it was actually <laughs> not a pretty uh, it wasn't a pretty season at all for them i think yeah. a lot of people will be like what were they expecting which are they expecting <laughs> <laughs> well you can't actually be at the top for a long time all the <laughs> when time have they been at the top just uh, last season well yeah <laughs> last season is a whole lot for them <laughs> and then to also say something about reverse united this is going to make the make it the 
fourth consecutive time they're going to the continental mm. is something only Ayimba have done Lika, you're, then, you're talking so much about Ayimba, Ayimba. I, know, I, I, I sense some affiliation no, don't, don't sense <laughs> affiliations here Richard don't sense affiliations because you cannot talk about Nigerian League without just mentioning Ayimba you know okay. it's not possible yeah I know it's not possible it's not, yeah. so I want to I want to congratulate Rivers United okay. for um, qualifying to the I needed you to actually say that times. yeah mm. okay I need to congratulate but I mm-hmm. cannot do that without also telling the listeners that they have been in that club in mm. the Nigerian League that have done that and that has to be a Yimba mm-hmm. mm. so it's uh, congratulations to Rivers United amazing this is the only club that I've seen that have topped Yimba in the ranking of CAF <laughs> Seriously, Red Rivers, how did you do it? <laughs> I, you know, Vijay Vidasha, but, but it, it was the boys, they did what they had to they do. Did had to. Mm. Well, let me, let me, I also want to say something yeah. about this. At last season, we saw Aqua United win their first Nigerian League title. Mm. This season, we are seeing Rivers United mm-hmm. win their first league title. title yeah. What is happening in Nigerian League? Uh, well, uh, is is I think it, Nigerian League wants to actually turn to a little bit of EPL. EPL right? Yeah, because I think everybody is actually struggling. Because you, you see, uh, what okay, I sense there the is. The previous season it was Aimba, right? Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. previous season we have played United, yeah. their first. So everybody, everybody we don't is, know if next no, season no, if. Um, Stars has won it too. Yeah, you could expect <laughs> another team now coming up to actually win it next season. So <laughs> nobody is going to be there permanently. Permanently. Is nobody's this six. is the league we want to see. This is the kind of competition really I want to be seeing. Yeah, why will actually expect much more funding, better things better for the MPFL. I think um, the competition should actually be this way mm-hmm. so that we can have better things coming up for that. Alright, so that has just been that um, for the MPFL. So let me drive you into the world of boxing. Uh, we saw that particular man, our very own Israel Adesanyan, actually defend- defending his title for his division. That's actually his sixth title in his career that he's defending at this particular time and then uh, we saw how hard that fight was a great competitive fight for him though but what do you think this could is this a message what kind of message does he send to nigerians uh, whether nigerians home or nigerians in diaspora what do you think about that <laughs> i don't know i just want to make this into being nigerian <laughs> well, congratulations to israel Adishio. Mm-hmm. uh it's something Everyone was proud of. I remember when I woke up and I saw this particular and I was like, Oh wow, Israel mm. Adesanya did it again. Mm-hmm. Uh congratulations to him. He had to defeat that man Connell, um mm. Gerard Connell. So it's it's, it's it's an amazing, it's an amazing feat. Um defended his middleweight championship. The guy is doing a lot of things in UFC. He's, yep. he's breaking bones, he's is just the perfect picture of <laughs> martial arts. You have to say it like that he's breaking did bones. You, did you see the highlights? Yeah, he's actually the undisputed martial <laughs> arts. <laughs> But I liked something. There was something I saw yesterday that I I have not seen quite in a while. You know, his opponent, he had that great relationship with his opponent. Mm. They talked even after the fight was over. Yeah, it's just, no, for me, I feel it's it's traditional for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, When you watch all these pre-match conferences, or they call it Mm -hmm. (laughs) pre-match fights. But he actually gets into contention with some persons, though. Okay, yeah, I've actually yeah. But not just for um Connell, but yeah, like some both other of, yeah, both of them had that kind of relationship, and common relationship, relationship that was good. You know why I hate martial art? My, I don't know. Should <laughs> I say this? Why I hate no matter the kind of relationship it yeah. is. Why you still yeah, you still come out with blood? Mm-hmm. Okay, for uh, well, seriously. But that's the profession. You signed up for that. You signed up for blood. That yeah, is. you signed up for the blood. So uh, yes, I I guess those guys will actually had passed through some form of arrangements, agreements mm-hmm. that you know your life is this your life is at stake. Yes, so if you 
actually even die in the process. It, it's not the organizers that should bear the burden. Uh, let's also talk about how his traditional made Drake a millionaire. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I, I heard that. Yeah, Drake actually, actually, yeah. Drake actually placed a bet on Israel Adishio. He mm. was so confident that this this deal is going, going to, to win. win, and then definitely he did not fail. And then he came out with the belt. Exactly. And um, Drake became a, a, he was a millionaire already. <laughs> Wait, uh, he became, he added world. more to the millions. Yeah. And then let's also talk about uh, what this is doing to Nigeria. Uh, it's traditionally just painting us well. We're just carrying our flags higher and higher. Mm. And then to, to say he has fought 23 matches in a hole mm. and then just lost one. And the one he just lost was when he went to the heavyweight. Yeah. When he went to go and fight with the heavyweight um, <laughs> and, and the pitting black and blue. He should remain. He should, know, he should remain in his division. The, <laughs> the, <match laughs> the, the way you describe it is so not pleasing to me. <laughs> well, I, the I, why did he say he went to fight with the heavyweight? He went to fight with the heavyweight. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the only time he had ever crossed to mm. fight with the heavyweight. He thought he could. That was actually a time to do it, but it turns out that he's not ready for heavyweight now. He's mm. the middleweight, cha- uh, middleweight yeah. champion. Let him remain at that, build his momentum. Of and course. Maybe very soon, what was him at the middleweight, having the middleweight? Do you know people that fought in the heavy, heavyweight championship? Mm. So you have people like Brock Lesnar that <laughs> fought there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like Undertaker. Undertaker have been at the heavyweight. Yeah, actually, yeah, his probably. entrance he's, the last part of the that Undertaker that entrance. That's telling now that he's proceeding to. Okay, <laughs> we get that. We get that. So, what do you think about Anthony Joshua? His rematch. <laughs> also, uh, Anthony Joshua in no sooner time will be fighting with um Alexander Usk mm. uh, for a contention for his belt. He yeah. wants to get his belt back. That's the WBO, the WBB, all the Ws in this world. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's saying that he's more confident. He's practicing hard for this particular one. Yeah. Uh, I, I I see him. He's a Nigerian. So well, when somebody said that, that he needs a brain surgery, what exactly is it that <laughs> Anthony, <laughs> jo- Anthony Joshua actually needs a brain surgery, or like is it like a joke? Like I want to get exactly the news a form former boxer mm. former boxer came out to say that Anthony Joshua need a brain transplant before facing Alexander Isk uh, not really a brain transplant <laughs> in the brain like <laughs> transplant <laughs> okay so there needs to be an overthink okay of him if he directly wants to fight mm, Alexander Usk because the last time if you cannot remember the last time Anthony Joshua met with Alexander Usk he, he defeated him throughout he, he's throughout, throughout almost all the rounds he's not defeat he beat him black <laughs> and blue. I saw the stats. It was so so much. He's Catal- Alexander. He, but immediately he initiated a rematch. Immediately. Is the you know now they beat you know this Omo Yoruba stuff. Are you ah, serious? Amy, <laughs> I will come back to you later. You know that ah. stuff. So that was what Anthony Joshua really did. Mm. And then when you lose the belt, you know how how he feels. And then the process of regaining that belt back, he just has to please the rematch mm. against Alexander Alexander Usk. But now the problem is, is he ready mm. to face Alexander Usk? Uh, for a, a series of time, we've seen him a lot of um, news coming out to say that uh, Tanjushra is not ready, mm. even physically, he's not ready, mm. he's not fit uh, to face. Alexander Usk is this, this guy is a giant. He's, I mean, this is the only opponent that has faced Anton Joshua and has given him tough time. Yeah. Up to now, Anton Joshua, sh- other matches. Uh, he maybe, would have maybe he should go go on with Tyson. F- there's only called a Tyson, Tyson Fury. Fury. <laughs> 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 I you know Mike Tyson. Maybe he should go, just go and watch uh, some some videos from Mike Tyson mm. so he could better prepare himself. But anyways, let's dive into basketball. Mm. So the Tigers defeated by Kebert. <laughs> You're speechless. I'm speechless. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, but so the Tigers of Nigeria mm. got defeated by Chivert mm. in the FIBA World Cup qualifiers. Uh-huh. Uh, just how many days after federal government said mm-hmm. we have really you're, you're, yeah, you're, ro- you're, you're ready to roll. Mm, you can go on. <laughs> okay, no, but uh, why so many people going to throw the Tigers for the defeat? Uh, there's something I really want to say. Mm-hmm. You really won't blame them. I mean, this this, this came out of the blues. Yeah. Go there there was no preparation. There was no preparation. And you, the scoreline was actually low. Yeah. The margin was... Yeah, the margin wasn't... Something, some 70. So yeah, not really it was just between 70 something. It wasn't high. So it's not something we see the Tigers do. It's do, yeah. Cape Verde is not a basketball nation that can beat the Tigers. The Tigers. When you're talking about nations beating the Tigers, you're talking about nations like Tunisia, Ethiopia. South Africa can't even come match with the Tigers. And then you're talking about it, 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 it Cape Verde beating mm. the Tigers. Then you should know that something is not normal yeah okay? something has to be done something something really needs to be done and then you're calling off a, a, a ban on basketball just at the verge or at the time when there is a world cup qualifiers correctly ongoing and then the female basketball the tigers still don't know their fate yeah. if they're going to play in the FIBA, uh, female world cup or is still mad that is going i think to be i think the tigress that one is off they're not going to the FIBA world cup the, because well, they, they are, there has been series of sanctions, so they are not going. And so that, there's a, no hope a, for them. A lot of things, a lot of things. It's I really don't want. When I saw the news, when I saw the result, I really don't want to blame the tigers. I really don't want to blame them because I know what the tigers could do. Mm. They can, they can crack someone. You can give them a a, a country like Cape and then <laughs> and then you, what do you expect? Even even Nigerian fans were not following it. I wasn't following it. I just woke up out of the blue and I and I heard that the the Tigers um, play played against um, Cape Verde. No, so lost. many people were not following yeah. it because we were our mind were off from basketball. It's been our league is not even functioning. So what should now aggravate us? What should now ginger us to actually follow this kind of? So I feel they also miss the fans, the miss preparation and mm. a lot of things. I think yeah, the federal government actually didn't actually uh, consider this particular thing. That a time will come when you need these guys, and then you just rush them off from just, nowhere. I want them. It's actually a sad one, but I hope they can have time to redeem mm. themselves. So moving over to the king of all sports, mm-hmm, football. Aha, let me begin with the king of football, my king of football. <laughs> so there's a popular news trolling around uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Diving to Chelsea, leaving Manchester United. He's not, he, he, of course, today he was supposed to show up for preseason preparation and he did not show up. Gave reasons that uh, it could be because of uh, Faoki. He actually wrote to the club that uh, family reasons. I don't know what family reasons, please. Is Georgina actually <laughs> pregnant again, Lika? <laughs> what do you think is happening to Manchester United Cristiano Ronaldo? Okay, being unofficial right now. Uh, oh, you're unofficial. Being unofficial. Okay. You don't see the same thing that happened when Cristiano Ronaldo left Juventus, if you can remember. Mm. So many excuses to miss training. Yeah. And then at this Manchester United now currently is doing it. So this can actually speculate something that Cristiano Ronaldo might, might, might believe in Manchester United. Okay. Uh, but let's also, let's not also forget something that Manchester United doesn't want to let this lad go. Yeah. They are, um, one of the major reasons why Cristiano Ronaldo said I want to leave the club is because Manchester United are not signing players. They, they were reluctant. They were reluctant players. to sign, and they rather saying that look at people that finished ahead of you. They are I mean, signing massive yeah. players, and then you guys are just. I, I, I don't I, I looking at the EPO now. I don't see any contender. They, they, that's like what I'm saying. you imagine. So, Man City, Arsenal, Tottenham Hotspur, even Chelsea is currently doing something. Yeah, so let's, I don't know. Let's not look at what happened since um, Ronaldo came out to um, give that kind of information. Mayu currently today has um, officially uh, verbally agreed to sign Christian Eriksen yeah, yeah, on free. Yeah. Okay, so Mayu has also signed Terrell Malaysia mm. from 
those are just verbal deals yeah can. those own what malicious is done um, Christian Eriksen, according to Fabrizio Romano, is also going to be done this week okay. because also on a free deal, on a free transfer. Mm. So all agreements have been, have been agreed, everything has been agreed on just to sign the contract. So do you think it would be better for him to stay? Because some parents are speculating that um, he's he actually wants to leave because he wants to become the world, um, okay, the so highest goal scorer for Champions League. For me, if I would say this, Cristiano Ronaldo doesn't want to leave Manchester United. He likes the club. He's he willing to play club. in the Europa League. He likes the club. He's ready to play in the Europa League with Manchester United. But now the problem is that the club is not signing players. And this guy wants to force the club to sign players. You cannot tell me to play in Europa League and you're not giving me a hope of playing in the Champions League the next time. You know, he, he, he wants to play there but doesn't want to die there. Mm. So if Manchester United can governize everything they need to return to Champions League next season, good and fine he's ready to play in the europa league manchester united but if it's not possible if they're just having an audio transfer and all of that then i can just see cristiano ronaldo leaving manchester united to another club oh wow okay uh, well i don't know what will happen uh in the coming days i hope manchester united can find a better way to resolve and yeah this particular yeah Maguire has resumed training because <laughs> when i looked at the training a whole lot of persons were there and I couldn't find Christina Ronaldo. Maybe like, his what's wife, up? Like you said, maybe, maybe his wife. No, the wife pregnant. cannot be pregnant. Please, Lika, leave that particular one because the wife just came out from childbirth not too long ago. No, Ronaldo is a very good attacker. He eh? strikes all the time. Eh? He strikes impatiently. <laughs> Okay, but uh, you have that, you have now actually pointed um, some things out on that particular Chelsea side, the Chelsea intentional move for Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay, uh, what I would say, the, the the move to sign Cristiano Ronaldo from Chelsea is mm. fell out from the blue <laughs> because they are blues. <laughs> <They> are blues. <laughs> so that is not uh, that is as possible as as much as United signing um, Lionel Messi. So you know those are not possible. It's uh, not just possible. Yeah. So Ma- Cristiano Ronaldo at this point in time cannot go to Chelsea. Yeah. It's not possible. It's not going to happen. So okay. Chelsea fans should just forget this. Whatever happened. But it doesn't look like Chelsea fans actually want him though. Uh, like the fan base. Are you sure? Well, I'm judging from the local fan base. You oh, know, we are not England. We are not in England. Are the local fan base. Oh. It personally, like, wait, wait, wait. It's just like when he, when they sorry to bring this narrative about Nigeria. I hope, mm. our, hope our listeners will not get angry. But just like when they tell you that uh, Nigeria is going to pay every youth, Nigeria is going to pay every Nigeria is going to pay every youth twenty thousand. Nigeria is going to pay every youth twenty thousand every month, right? Mm. And then <laughs> youth are like, which Nigerian won't pay us a big? You know that kind of. But we want it. Mm-hmm. But not, we know it's not just possible. Yeah. Chelsea fans want Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. They know it's not just possible. Okay. Ah, well. So you're saying it's not just possible. Um, I hope it's a possible deal for me, and then I can see that those fans will actually like it for me if Cristiano Ronaldo will remain in Manchester United. But then let's talk about Barcelona. They've signed um the first official player. Is it the first? No, not the first. They've uh, signed uh, the okay, this is not players. actually the first. Okay, the first. yeah. But um, Christensen actually joining the passer side. What do you think about that? Well, um. Talking about Barcelona and talking about um, the signings, mm. uh, I just want to put them or place them in the same shoes with Manchester United this season. But they are not willing to sell Frankie de Young to Manchester United, and they are busy signing, 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 signing. <laughs> Why is he so pro Manchester United? <laughs> no, no. Okay, but Andres Andres Christensen coming to Man, um, to Barcelona, uh, I, I don't wish it's going to be another look 
De Jong. I don't really want to believe that. Mm. Because I see a lot of potentials in Anders Christensen. I see a lot of wit. I see a lot of vision. Uh, when um, when Real Madrid signed Vinicius Junior, uh, he came out and look at what he's doing currently. So it's just the way you manage your players. Yeah. I hope Barcelona just manage and cheer these players to become what they want and then personally in the transfer market if you permit me to talk about them um i don't know what they're doing i don't know if they can realize that album young is not young he's old he's old go yeah. out and sign players i don't know when they want to know that pico is currently having problem with the club javi say he doesn't need him which defenders do you have do you have experienced defenders go out and sign players now you have a problem in the midfield you don't have anyone um Sergio Busquit is old. <laughs> you have Frankie the Jung who might be leaving to Manchester United. Is, is that possible? You have Ricky Puke. Yeah. Ricky Puke is the future of Barcelona, he's still in the team B. So a lot of things is around. They've actually released um, Adama Traore and they've also released a lot of other players that will not be that will not be staying staying peace. And then Xavi is coming out to say that Mephi Depay does not have anything in his agenda for this season. So a lot of things is going actually going to be wrong with Barcelona when the season starts if they don't sign players. Okay, well I think what what I want to make out of that is this: Xavi has actually been that particular coach that um, redeemed Barcelona when things were wrong. I would not be wrong to say that he actually has it in check. Okay, so let's understand. He knows what to do. Now let's understand this. In fact, Barcelona Xavi, is actually Xavi, going to get better. Xavi Hernandez redeemed Barcelona with. The likes of Aubameyang, uh-huh. with the likes of Adama Traore, yeah. and, so Mep- and then Memphis Depay mm-hmm. in action too. Mm-hmm. Now, what I'm telling you is that Aubameyang, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang is old. Adama Traore is leaving. Memphis Depay has come out to say he doesn't need him in his squad. Mm-hmm. So, which player are you going to redeem the Barcelona again with if you don't go out to say, look at the, look at your competitor Real Madrid. They just said Antonio Rüdiger. <laughs> Please, you don't have to mention because Real Madrid has just been mad on the transfer window it, this season. Like, I, I can't believe the squad currently. When they are looking at the, the squad, squad they have is too much. They have Vinicius, they have yeah. Karim Benzema. The squad, the squad is on fire I right mean, now. If, yeah. if, if, if Barcelona if I, doesn't want to become the a, next Atletico Aston Villa, cannot even compete no, with please. Real Madrid. Well, Atletico season. can compete with Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> Barcelona needs to um, do more in the transfers. They do not just become like Manchester United and Aston Villa. They become past glories. Oh, really? Well, I don't know why you like talking about Manchester United that <laughs> way. But uh, have you talked about um, Arsenal? This is uh, the fourth signing, Gabriel Jesus. Ah, wow. Fourth I don't know. Fourth or no signing. Okay. That yeah, is actually the fourth for Gabriel, this season. Yeah, fourth or no signing. Who are the other signings? <laughs> okay. Like, wait, what are you trying to say? That those those guys are not they are, they are not guys, they should not be counted as signing. Off record, no, you told me so. <laughs> but when we ask Arsenal to go and sign players mm. to replace Obama Young and Alex Alexander Lacazette, mm. we didn't mean a flip we didn't mean these players. <laughs> we didn't mean them. Okay. We we meant sign players. Do you get? So wait, you mean you mean, mean the size. likes the likes of uh, Gabriel Jesus are not players. King Gabriel Jesus, Gabriel Jesus didn't solve the problem of stri- even when Kunaguero left Manchester City, Pep Guardiola had to bring in a Sterling. As a, at a point, Ke- Ke- Kevin De Bruyne was playing first nine. They left Gabriel Jesus at the bench. He's not the man you are bringing in to solve your attacking problem. I would prefer an Inkitia. More than a Gabriel, I know some Arsenal fans wouldn't agree with this. Gabriel is a Brazilian, no doubt. But we are looking at someone that can 
that can bring back the glory, uh, glory days of Arsenal. You're talking about Aubameyangu just came into the club and said banging goal. I, I think Gabriel Jesus is actually going to be the next Jerry Henry. He has the potentials. Let me tell you something. Is it Luka Modric back in 2012 was voted? No, 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 so he was voted the worst. Wait, wait, Richard. At this point, you need to tell our listeners that this is just round table discussion, <laughs> round table sport. So it's not really as if we are. No, yes, yes. Okay, uh, we okay. started with that. Okay, Gabriel yes, uh, was. Yeah, yeah. They, they know that. I think he has the potentials. Looking at it, I think the. the they have support they have supportive players right now Arsenal have not just been sleeping they've been at the top of the the, the transfer windows and the, the transfer market rather and they've actually gotten players that i know can help him fit in very well i see him wearing the shoes of henry uh, you're just looking at no, me no, 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 you, no, you no, just you could wear the shoes of kunaguero he has not worn the shoes of um sorry he's telling mm-hmm. he has not worn the shoes of fernandino he wants to wear the shoes of you can you you can't say of you can't you can't this, say this, this is not what arsenal needs arsenal when does arsenal go to champions league <laughs> they don't need that you can't say <laughs> they don't need that you can't say. i'm sure if we have gunners fans actually listening to you they want to throw you stones <laughs> You can't know you, you cannot be standing that way now. Okay, okay. Now I, I when when Asta unveiled um Gabriel Jesus yesterday, mm. I actually posted something that was like greet and meet gone wrong. Now this Greet and meet. Greet and meet gone wrong. Did you see the unveiling? A very big uh Emirates Stadium. Mm. Only um Gabriel Jesus and the cameraman were there. Sorry, how did they unveil Sergio Mane in Bayern Munich? How did they unveil who? Sergio Mane. They unveiled him in a tower, not inside the stadium. <laughs> ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、
feels so terrible that they had to wait until money was off the track. Now that's a problem. Felt like there was a battle, a hidden battle between um Sergio Mane and Musala because I think that old stuff has always been there. Uh, and I feel Salah feels happier with Mane off the hook. Okay, I really don't believe in that. Yeah, I, I believe in that. That's what you believe in. Because there uh, are a whole lot of uh, things not, going on in, in that in. club. That's what Richard believes in, not me. <laughs> not, yeah, not I, I do, I, I do not, believe in that. Not we, not um, Ambrose, <laughs> that is our pro, pro, production <laughs> manager. I, I believe in that. Uh, sorry, let's ask um, Ambrose. You, 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 Ambrose <laughs> is waving his hand. Ambrose doesn't believe in that. No, <laughs> okay, no. But what okay, I'm saying is, let me have your opinion. I feel Salah, I feel Salah is, Salah came, brought the deal mm. at the right time. Mm. Liverpool can now afford to lose a Sadio Mane mm-hmm. and lose a Mohamed Salah mm. and then a Firmino at the same time. It's Fem- not happening. Firmino has not gone. Firmino wants to go. And but he will not. But Liverpool doesn't want to leave, 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 um, lose a Sadio Mane and a Mohamed Salah. You know, that would be, that would be terrible. So that would be catastrophic. <laughs> they know that. So yeah. if Sadio Mane was in that team, mm. Mohamed Salah is in that team. Liverpool cannot increase the Salah his wages to 350. Because mm-hmm. okay, what if you leave? We have Sadio Mane. Well, now Sadio Mane have left. They only have Mohamed Salah. Even before they signed the deal, was a problem. How do you want to earn higher than Virgil Van Dijk? Two hundred and fifty thousand higher than Virgil Van Dijk. Not be here. Liverpool couldn't have just done it in a clear eye. You know that's like what Salah is currently paid is like what two players or three players. Yeah, exactly. I'm beginning to think about it now. It's so it's I, I, this is terrible. So this was just to keep Salah in play. Keeps they have the money, hmm. but they couldn't just pay. Hmm. But they cannot just afford to leave Salah. If they leave who who you? Is it um who Nunes? <laughs> yeah. Actually, Nunes is too young for that kind of exactly. money. Exactly, he's too young. Will I say? Permit me to say, inexperienced. Well, okay, for so that kind of money, <laughs> but still, he uh, needs to show his worth. Still talking about salary, mm. um, salary and wages. Sorry, I'm so used to salary. Yeah, wage, right? yeah like, no, 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 no problem. Salary we understand. <laughs> we are home. <laughs> I'm also paid. I'm also. I also. I'm also paid salary. No wages. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so mom, salary is actually a good one for him. I mean, all his um. All his works mm. so far has come out to play. Uh, I mean, this is this is an encouragement for all he has done for Liverpool. Definitely, there are still more to come. I am still expecting Mohamed Salah to do a whole lot more. Even though I still have doubt that he will not function very well without Sadimani, mm. but he has Liverpool for the taking. He can do a whole lot of things for Liverpool. Okay, so looking at the Farmers League and they talk about um, what we're rounding up, the Farmers League now. So PSG, the current uh, champions of Ligue 1, are going to announce their new coach. That should be tomorrow. Uh, Frank uh, Christopher Gauter. I hope that name is correctly pronounced because the Christopher has no R, so I'm wondering <laughs> how is this Christopher, Christopher. without R? <laughs> how is it pronounced? So, so it's no longer news that they've sacked the last coach. It's out of you know the show. I don't know what this holds for this uh, the farmer side. The, the, <laughs> the likes of Lionel Messi, uh, Neymar, and all that. Ramos and and, and Co. Okay, uh, Paris Saint-Germain, mm. as we all know them as PSG, mm. as PSG. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have no love for PSG, I say. I have, I have a whole lot of love No, you have no love for PSG. At least, if not for anything, respect them that Lionel Messi is there. <laughs> the 002 is there. Who is that 001? Ah, 
is it back in England? Bow, violence. Or somewhere yeah. in the, the uh, what what do they call the, what the, uh, the theater of dreams? Theater of dreams I've got. He wants to leave it to bridge. He wants to begin to climb bridge. Okay, so PH has always wanted to win the Champions League. That mm. is something they've not won. They have dominated. They have uh, they have dominated the Ligon mm. so much that I think they should change Ligon to PSG. Yeah. Okay. But now the Champions League is their problem. Still, the same thing was why they signed Neymar, Kylian Mbappe, increasing salary now, Icardi, like, Duma, like really. Kelo Navas, Pochettino, Ramos, Sergio Ramos. Man, all of them came. They've not still been able to so to, to secure PSG that championship. Problem. So Pochettino has failed. He has failed. They don't sign him to come and win the gun. They know that's their best right. So why? But let me ask you this, really. Maybe this could be one of the ending questions I'd like to ask you. Why is it that the failure of every um, club side is always attributed to the coach, more to the coach than to the players? Nobody checks the individual performances because, see, a whole lot of players, especially when you have beef against one player. Or when you're knowing good things you don't function as a team i was watching one video from last season when song in tottenham hospital was actually fighting um their coach and it was a terrible thing back in the dressing room but we don't see those things all we see is them coming out from the tunnel and then we see a happy team they are playing but you don't know what is going on there yeah even uh, so nobody checks their individual performance as every single person why you only see you see me smiling now and you, you yes we don't actually know, know what is troubling and you don't know the same exactly. for, for so, me too uh, you see the same thing for everything mm-hmm. everything even real madrid that won the champions league they have a problem we all know there was problem with uh, marcelo there was problem with um, Karen Benzema. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot of pro- problem. Yeah. Even Manchester City that just won the league, there was problem. Fernandinho, Fernandinho, is he going to stay? Is he going to leave? At a point, there was problem with Kevin De Bruyne and Pep Guardiola. Yeah. Every team has a problem. Now, why are you a coach? Why are you a manager? Manage your players. Manage this problem. So when you fail to manage the problem, what is going to ask you, was there a problem? Mm. What we know is you failed in your job. That was what Pochettino failed to do at um, Paris Saint-Germain. We don't know. I don't know for sure if there was a problem. I don't know. But he has failed. That is what we can all see, that Pochettino has failed. He was supposed to win the Champions League. He tried his best, but he didn't. And now they've gone, they've gone to employ a person, a man, Christophe. <laughs> uh, we don't know. I don't know if he's going to win the Champions League. Mm. And I feel they're already tired of chasing the Champions. They just want to leave it in the hands of the almighty God. I don't feel they're chasing it because, and they also contacted um, Jose Mourinho for this particular job. And the but man he said, declined, no, yeah. I'm he not declined. going, I prefer to stay in Roma where I buy shoes for gear <laughs> and uh, all of that. <laughs> but if you ask me, Paris Saint Germain have what it takes to they win. They have all the it takes to and win the Champions this League. This now brings me to what people are saying. Pep Guardiola won the Champions League in Barcelona. He, he, he didn't just win it because it's a good coach. Barcelona could have won the Champions League alone because they had a lot of um, Xavi in No, Nesta, no, no, that, that's certainly not true. Yeah, that's not so it, it's certainly if, not true. If that can happen, I think PSG has all it takes to you win sh- the You should have even asked the person, why didn't it happen when um, Pep Guardiola was out of Barcelona? Exactly. And since then, have they actually <laughs> been able to <laughs> win anyone? So like Pep Guardiola went to Bayern Munchen and did the same thing because Bayern could have done it on their own. Why is it not happening at Paris Saint Germain? No. I think every team needs that firebrand coach mm. to spur them up to win. Alright, so guys, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for being there. Because this is the Roundtable Sports and you have here um, Lika, 
and Richard. We'll meet you some other time with our top stories, a whole lot of perspective stories in the world of sports. Stay tuned. Till next time. See you then. Bye for now. So hard, there's something I've been feeling in lonely But we never used to be Either we're arguing or you leave We both know something's missing I've been holding on Holding on to nothing